0: Welcome to Living the Good Life podcast, where we bring you messages, thoughts, and advice for living the good life. Today's message is brought to us by Brother Larry Dishman. I'd like to speak to you on the subject. Do we really love our enemies? I believe this is one of the more challenging commands given by Jesus. Love your enemies yet when taken the heart and applied properly loving your enemies can bless and transform your life truly make this world a better place so I'd like for us for a little while to examine Jesus command to love your enemies more closely who is your enemy I believe if you're a Christian You've got enemies. Who is an enemy? Anyone who curses you, who speaks ill about you or to you. Is that not what the Bible said in our text and Matthew 5, 44? But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Luke 6, 28. Bless them that curse you. An enemy is someone who hates you. That's what he spoke of in Matthew five forty four, He said, pray for them which despitefully use you. Again, in Luke 6 and verse number 27, but I say unto you, which here, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you. For either racial or political or religious, or personal reasons whatever it might be those that hate you we are told in the word of God to love our enemies our savior had enemies there was people that hated Jesus Christ and in John 15 18 it says if the world hates you you know that it hated me before it hated you if ye were of the world the world would love his own Because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Anyone is an enemy who despitefully uses you. That's what he said in Matthew 5, 44. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good them that hate you, and pray for them that what despitefully use you. Again, in Luke 6, 28, he said, Bless them that curse you. Pray for them which despitefully use you. Your enemies are the ones that persecute you. Matthew 5, 44 again says, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. The Bible says, yea, and all that will live godly shall suffer persecution. If you live godly, the godly life that you live will cause people who do not live godly lives, and many times it's religious people, will cause them to hate you. Some people are hated because of the standard they hold. Not that they go around preaching it all the time, but just because they live out the standard in their lives causes people to hate you. Amen. Look at Saul of Tarsus. Acts 8.3, for Saul, he had made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hailing men and women, committing them to prison. This list in Acts 9, verses 1 and 2, And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogue, that if he found any of this way, whether they be men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. Paul one time had some enemies. It was the church of God. He tells us in Acts 22, 4, I persecuted them. I persecuted this way unto death, binding and delivering into prisons both men and women. He said in Acts 26, 9, I've already thought within myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth, which thing I also did in Jerusalem and many of the saints that I shut up in prison having received authority from the chief priest and when they were put to death. I gave my voice against them, and I punished them often in every synagogue, and compelled them to blaspheme, being exceedingly mad against them, persecuted them, even in the strange cities. He tells us in the book of Galatians, the first chapter, and verse number 13, you have heard of my conversation in the times past in the Jews' religion. How that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. The sad truth is many times our enemy is our family members. It may be a neighbor. It may be a co-worker. Amen. Somebody that don't appreciate you. Somebody said, well, what are you supposed to do? Do we really love them? Well, why would God tell us to love our enemies? Why should we love our enemies? You love your enemies to be like God. Amen. To be sons of the Father in heaven, Matthew 5, 45. That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. Listen, listen what God does. He maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good. He sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Amen. We're told that he's, He's kind, even to the unthankful. Breaking in there in the book of Luke, the sixth chapter, He tells us there between 35 and verse number 36, For He is kind unto the unthankful, and to the evil be you therefore merciful as your father also is merciful we got to be merciful what's your attitude towards your enemies it's not too hard to have the right attitude towards your best friends and towards your brothers and towards your sisters but we're commanded to love our enemies Amen. Romans 5, 8, But God commended His love to us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. We were once enemies of Christ. He loved us when we were enemies. He died for us while we were yet enemies. Colossians 1:21 And you who sometimes were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works yet now hath he reconciled. We need to love our enemies. Be sure we love our enemies so will be unlike the sinners if we got a bad attitude towards our enemies then we're like the sinners if we hate our enemies then that lines us up with sinners notice what he tells us in Matthew five forty six. for if you love them which love you what reward have ye do not even the publicans the same and if you salute your brethren only who do you more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Luke's gospel puts it like this in the sixth chapter in verse number 32 where he said, For if you love them which love you, what think have you? For sinners also love those that love them. And if you do good to them which do good to you, what think have you? For sinners also do even the same. He's letting us understand if, if we just love those that love us, then we got the same kind of love the sinners got. But thank be unto God, we got a love that goes deeper than that. By the help of God, we can even treat our enemies right. Amen. We can make friends sometimes out of our enemies. Romans 12, 20. Therefore thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing thou shalt heat coals of fire on his head. Now listen, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. When somebody has an end for you and they start persecuting you, and they start lying on you, and they start telling things about you that's not true, when they start misrepresenting you it's easy to be overcome with evil amen but the Bible says overcome evil with good you know what George Washington said he said I will never let another man ruin my life by making me hate him that's good I will never let Another man ruined my life by making me hate him. A lot of people have allowed someone else to ruin their life because of what they were doing to them. We're falling into a trap of the devil when we let somebody ruin our life like that. Another one of our presidents once said this, those who hate you don't win unless you hate them. And then you destroy yourself. Richard Nixon said that. Abraham Lincoln said Am I not destroying my enemies when I make friends of them? Love your enemies. Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. You know, the Jews were really upset at Paul. They hated Paul for the stand he had took. But he said in Romans 10 and verse number 1, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is they might be saved. Amen. Is that not what God did with us? Amen. So how do we love our enemies? How can I love an enemy? The Bible says in our text in Matthew 5, but I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. You love them by blessing them. Romans 12, 14, Bless them which persecute you. Bless them and curse not. 1 Peter 3, 9, Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrariwise blessing. Knowing that ye are thereunto called that ye should inherit a blessing. The word bless here means speak well of or speak well to how can I love mine enemies you don't know how they've treated me you don't know what they have done to me he didn't say agree with them he didn't say you have to agree with the way they have injured you and injured your personality and uh, you have to appreciate all the bad things They've said about you, but love them. How do you do it? By doing good to them. As taught in both covenants. In the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Exodus 23, 4. If thou meet thine enemy's ox or his ass going astray, thou shalt surely bring it back to him again. If thou see the ass of him that hated thee lying under his burden and wouldst forbear to help him thou shalt surely help him with him amen doing good matthew 5:44 but i say unto you love your enemies bless them that curse you do good to them that hate you again in luke 6:27 do good to them which hate you galatians 6:10 as We therefore have opportunity. Let us do good unto all men. That has the potential of transforming our enemies. Proverbs 25, 21, If thine enemy be hungered, give him bread to eat. If he be thirsty, give him water to drink. For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. So how do we love our enemies? By praying for them. There was an individual one time who did me much harm, much aggravation. I believe caused to me a lot of gray hairs, a lot of sleepless nights. Shed many a tear. But God said, love him. God's Word says, love your enemies. And friend, it's not an easy thing to love someone that's going out of their way to hurt you. But you know what God had pressed upon my heart? Pray for this man. Pray for this individual. It works. It's just hard to have an unforgiving spirit towards an individual that you're praying for. It's hard to get bitter at an individual that you're praying for. And you can just mark it down when an individual has unforgiveness in their heart towards somebody, when a person has someone that they're bitter towards, I seriously doubt if they're really praying for that individual. When I found myself having this problem with this individual, you know what I started? I started praying for him. Have mercy on this dear man. Lord, I don't want this man to go to hell. I don't want this man to be lost. Have mercy on his soul. Deal with his heart. He has a soul. Amen. Pray for your enemies. It works. Amen. Pray for them. Matthew 5, tells us, Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Luke 6, 28. Bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you. Is not Jesus our example? And what did he do in Luke 23, 34? Then said Jesus, Father, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. That wasn't easy, I don't think, on the flesh of Jesus. The very people who were abusing Him, crucifying Him, Father, forgive them. He was praying for His enemies. Amen. Amen. Stephen also, in Acts 7, 16, he kneeled down and he cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Amen. Amen. He didn't die a bitter man. Amen. He was praying. He died praying for the people who were doing him much harm. Romans 10:1, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for is, is they might Be saved. Amen. Now, we have to be honest. We're not commanded to love our enemies with the affection in our heart that we experience towards our children and towards our wife. Amen. We're commanded to love our enemies with an act of our will. It's an act of our will that we love our enemies, displaying active good towards them, blessing them, doing good to them, praying for them. It's not unusual for our love towards our enemies to gradually develop. As you pray for them, that love develops more and more. Amen. Titus three, verses three through seven. For we ourselves were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. And this is talking about before conversion, not after conversion. For we ourselves also were sometimes. Foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another, but after the kindness and the love of God, our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy. He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which He shed upon us abundantly through Christ our Savior that being justified by His grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. I ask you the question in closing, are you battling bitterness, unforgiveness, or possibly hateful feelings towards an individual? I believe this, is the remedy. If we have these feelings, we need to ask God for forgiveness. We need to ask Him to help us. I don't think it's something we can do in our flesh, but through and by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you're struggling with bitterness towards an individual, unforgiveness towards an individual, why don't you talk to Jesus? Because to please Him, we have to love our enemies. And I want to please God. I found it's been a difficult command, but it's not impossible. God has not asked us to do one thing that's an impossibility. If He asked us to do it, He'll give us the grace and strength to be able to carry it out in our hearts and in our lives. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you found this message helpful, please share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Messenger, or your favorite social media. If you have questions or suggestions, please message us on Facebook by searching Living the Good Life Show. A big thank you to Sister Rachel Fowler for all of her editing expertise. Until next time, keep living the good life.